Welcome to Connect with DP City, ADP City Church Podcast. Some of the best conversations I've had is with you two brothers, you know. I'm going to say something pretty controversial right now. Based on my Yo Mama tagline, right? No, Santiago is amazing. Miss Tori is definitely raised an amazing, amazing young man. We're super um, just thankful not only to be his youth pastors or his uh, production leads, but just his friend. Um, it was interesting that you brought up kids. Um, like recently when Cheyenne was in a volleyball game and just watching her, she had several serves where her team was winning those points. And I was proud of her. And Let me fix this. We're still learning, guys. We're, we're still learning. Holding dead pigs, a knife. It's very incriminating. <laughs> they like, they are so mean. I'm like, I just... I just want that little crock pot right there. Oh, no. You're still Bishop Reggie Lewis. Yeah, we do call you the bishop. <laughs> Not just a bishop. The, the bishop. Hey, I don't think, I think they assume it's a government thing. Hey, guys, welcome to our special episode of Connect with DP City. This one is going live Sunday morning, and we're just super excited to be with you guys today. We actually have a couple great guests here to help us promote our upcoming youth event, so we have a youth takeover coming over on Wednesday, April 26th, and this is an all-family service. So we want you to come in with your parents, your grandparents, even if you are 60 and your grandparents are 110. We want you to come with them. We just want everyone to show up. It's from 6 to 8. We're going to have pizza. We're going to have worship. We're going to have games and words. So welcome my guest and our special speaker for the youth takeover event, Miss Tori. <laughs> Those people are actually in the studio. Yep, live audience. And then we have our better halves. I have my beautiful wife, Sharissa Headley, who runs up youth with me and the media department, and Victor, who is Miss Tori's boyfriend. And we found out that Victor used to be a sound engineer. I, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And we're recruiting him for the live stream. I'm just saying God will bring in people for her for the children's department. So if you're listening to this, we need you to go help out in the children's department. Yes. So that we could get Victor. <laughs> well, say hi, Tori. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Tori, listen, for some context, you guys, it is 8. 30 on a Wednesday evening and all of us are extremely tired <laughs> yes. but we had to juggle schedules to make us all get in here so Tori I don't think I've ever heard the story of how you ended up at DP City now I know you were a member of Pastor Steve and Suzanne's youth group for some time so why don't you just share with us how you found your way here super back in the day okay so I started coming here when I was actually three years old <laughs> and oh, wow. um just kind of been here youth and stuff and then you know fell away for a bit and then found my way back over here so it's just one of those come and go come and go until you finally stuck Full circle. Yes, exactly yeah. but technically yeah, i've been here since i was three years old so what is how long has it been because now you're running the kids department how long has it been that you've like you would say you've been committed to serving and being at dp city i want to say like completely committed serving probably for about you know like three and a half years now because I was I was basically like Whitney's like right-hand man when she was here anytime she needed help anytime she needed someone to fill in I would always be there so it's been a while so the transition into being the lead director was really really easy only because I already knew the kids I knew you know what I was doing and you were <laughs> such a pillar 
even even as the wing the wingman or the wing woman whatever you want to call woman. it <laughs> you were such a pillar because like even my kids like uh coming every single week like you were part of the reason why they wanted to come all together so they all the kids honestly right victor like yeah. they they love and adore her like as soon as they see her they're like even if she just yelled at them and told them like they need to sit down and not like hit someone well they definitely <laughs> they, right? they definitely relate to her because it's like it feels like our generation like yeah. i remember kalea saying like the story is so cool. She has piercings and tattoos, and she talks like mom. And I was Aww, like, how cute. I, love I was that. like, okay, like that's cool because we're not trying to put on that, you know, we're wearing Mormon dresses and we're all picture, picture perfect. And I right. think, at least for Sharissa and our ministry with youth and stuff, it's always about like be authentic, be real, mm -hmm. you know. And we think God um, honors that, you know, He's not gonna, He doesn't want a bunch of fake Christians running around. And so, I'm personally one that doesn't think tattoos are degrading the temple. I think it's decorating the temple. There we go. <laughs> perfect. You know what I mean? That. Just a put a little one. art on the wall, yeah. a little yes. art decor. <laughs> Showcasing it. <laughs> and so. at first I was really nervous because I, you know, the way I look and I have colored hair, long eyelashes, I'm kind of hard to miss. I was kind of nervous about first stepping into the role because I'm like, I don't know how people are going to perceive me. I don't know if people are going to be accepting of me because mm -hmm. I, you know, if I told someone, hey, I teach you know and by the way i'm i'm the children's church pastor yeah. <laughs> it's like oh you are but i feel like everything went pretty smooth and everything was really good yeah it's it's definitely um what's the word like affirming that god put you in the right place when transitions yeah. are easy like that mm -hmm. um when transitions are difficult that doesn't necessarily mean god didn't put you in the right place but there's just a lot of work that has to be done right yes, so yes. And, and there is a lot of work, like building up youth and children's ministry is so much more work than people think it is. Like, definitely, they think you just show up and you get to hang out with a bunch of kids mm -hmm. on a Sunday. And yeah, I speaking wish. of which, tell us a little bit about that, because I think honestly, one of the crazy parts and I, I talk to pastors about this all the time. I'm like, listen, you got to let the congregation know what she does, because honestly, like, let's be real. Right. It's not a like 10 a.m. You walk in, unlock the doors, let the kids in and like, oh, I guess we'll go ahead and like hang out and do this. There's so much prep work that you do and like praying and like spending time with God. And like, so why don't you share a little bit about that? So you want to know what we do in a Sunday or? Like all together, tell me, tell me what it, what does it take? You know, like your Monday through Saturday in preparation mm -hmm. for a Sunday. And and don't worry about leaving out the or like, don't leave out your day to day life. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. So basically, from like anywhere from seven to seven p.m., I'm working my full time job. And Sorry, <laughs> I'm working my full time job um, and it does get prolonged because mm -hmm. I do have 11 stores and, you know, all the employees there and stuff. They call me literally at all times of the day, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And you run you oh. run Subway, right? Yeah. Your Subway manager. Is that yeah, what that a, is? A field manager. Wow. Yeah. And then um, usually I'll try to do my prep in sections. If not, I try to just bust it out like in one day, mm -hmm. um, just kind of, you know, you know, finding games and stuff to keep the kids interacted. Um, Bible verses, we're actually working on looking up chapters in the Bible, verses in the Bible, reading out loud, being able to have that confidence of, okay, I'm going to read in front of everybody. Um, we do videos sometimes. <laughs> See, that's so important because, like, how many kids do we have within the youth? Like, we like to play, oh, my gosh, it's called Bible Roulette. Um, 
I know we have Santiago also sitting in the room. He's listening. He gets <laughs> he gets all red anytime I talk about him. But He's I love a fly that on kid. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> but we play a game called um, Bible Roulette, and what you're doing helps for this game so much. We basically will like shout out a verse, like Revelations twelve one or something like that, and they have their Bible closed, and as soon as we call it, they have to find that book. So mm. you helping prep them, you know, as a child makes them more familiar with the Bible, and that yes. way we're the they don't look at it intimidating. Right. You know what I mean? So I mean, I sometimes I do have to tell them, oh, it's page 1025, and then <laughs> yeah. they're over here like, I can't find it. I mean, you're really putting a lot of eggs in, in the basket that they all have the same Bible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My dad used to be like, if you have a Bible like mine, it's on page 940, and I have this, like a different Bible, it's on page like 1300. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We ain't on the same page, pops. Mm. <laughs> but no, I definitely think there's a calling for the kid, like, I suck at doing games and stuff like that. I am the worst. Like, I cannot entertain the youth. And she's so good at it because I don't know. I can't, though. And I really feel like you're funny. You're she's so hilarious. Funny. I really feel like I she's hilarious. I love to hang out with them. Honestly, that's that's. One See, of my I like that parts. part. I like the kickback part. Like, okay, let's set a fire, play, a fire pit. Let's put on some music. And, like, let's just get to know each other. But she's so good. Like, the. A couple events ago, she had like a full-on Survivor-style, uh, like game going on where they had like multiple games and they were getting eliminated. And I couldn't even keep up watching it, let alone like organizing. I'm like, it. help! And he's like, I don't even know how. And I'm, I'm like, like, oh my gosh! I don't gosh. know what's going on. Where the directions at? Yeah, exactly. I do like board games though. What is that from Onward? He's like, <laughs> I'm not ready. You'll never be ready. <laughs> Merge. <laughs> I love Onward, and you know. Anybody that comes to the podcast, just be prepared for Disney quotes. They happen. <laughs> they happen. I'm, we're big Disney people. We're, so. we're big movie. Are people. you a big Disney person? Mm, more Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Santiago for sure. All He's right, all a Marvel right. head. So he knows everything. Who's your uh, favorite <laughs> superhero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Tom Holland Spider-Man. Hold on. What makes him your favorite, though? I need, I need to know. The red costume. The red, red Iron Man has and a red costume. I mean, red hair, red <laughs> pants. It makes sense. You have a red card. It's about to be wrapped. But what about you, Victor? What's your favorite Marvel character? Uh, I'm not sure if it's Marvel or not. Let me think. I think he's Marvel, but it's Superman. No, not oh, Marvel. Not DC. Not Marvel. DC. <laughs> I hate I'm in Superman. The, I'm in the wrong one. That's I'm sorry. Okay. He's too perfect. I can't stand it. Superman. I like. I, I like. Him. I like like Smallville. Superman. Mm -hmm. Smallville you know was a mean? solid show. Yeah. I never finished it still. One I don't know if one I day, it. maybe. Maybe not. One thing to mark off the bucket list. I know, but you know there's too many shows to try to knock out nowadays. Wait, so let's go back. Who's the best Spider Man? Tom Holland. Just the costume. Go be <laughs> She's We're good with the costume. costume. Yeah. I like Tobey Maguire. Really? I did. I, I feel like it was because he was involved in so many movies. I'm like, okay, cool. But yeah, it's the costume. I feel sure. like Santi wants to jump on the I mic so bad right now. <laughs> Poor kid. No, I think he has to pee. <laughs> Leave him alone. That's my Santi. <laughs> Listen, Tobey Maguire is the worst Spider Man. Oh. <gasps> He really is. No, he's you not. You think so? Rude. Yeah. It's the nostalgia that we like about him, right? Yes. And then, like, the I'm assuming you've watched the newest Spider-Man, right? Have <gasps> I Santiago? Oh, no, my goodness. No, I haven't. No. Oh, Bro, no spoilers. She needs no to spoilers. move. Okay, that's your homework for this week. Okay. <laughs> still still worship and praise God and all that, but that's that's also your homework. <laughs> for real, <laughs> you got to take... Spider-Man movie. You got to take time to, you know, indulge I in... 
Marvel or Disney. I'm just saying. So what do you do to decompress? Because obviously, um, I'm going to be real, like, even like my kids go to school, you know, throughout the day and stuff like that. And sometimes kids are hard. Honestly, people don't realize. I mean, we're parents and stuff like that, but to have a kid for so long, like it takes a lot out of you altogether. So what do you do to decompress? What do you do to reset back to zero? The gym is definitely a stress reliever. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. For you guys sure. are some gym monkeys, gym, gym rats, or whatever they called. All day, yes. Powerhouse gym in San Jacinto. You know, Marietta. to be <laughs> honest with you, there is like a good group of DP city people that go to powerhouse gym. Hey, oh, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. I just seen um, Pastor Steve. Yeah. Pastor Yesterday. Steve, KR, yeah. RK. Like, there, there's a good mm-hmm. batch. If we could just get you guys to wear DP City gear while you're working out, that's that's <gasps> just that's it. Uh, In the process, we're nice. yeah, yeah. We like the beanie, God's child. Yeah. Oh, that's her. Oh, we need to get the adult version of that. Yeah, we're working <laughs> on so many of them. So, um, what I'm, what I'd love for you guys to do, honestly, like how Kyle said, with all the different people from DPC that it go to Powerhouse, we need to get a Powerhouse sponsorship for uh, DP City Kids. I'm just saying. That would be cool. Yeah. It would be sure. nice. Just shout out to Powerhouse. We're just saying, guys, our kids need new Bibles, so that way when she calls out the verse, <laughs> they can Listen, all turn to the same page. They need Bibles and weights so they can get their <laughs> – Hold on. You guys jumped the punchline so that they could get their spiritual gains and their physical That's gains. That's right. That's what Yay. I was trying to say. That, you know what I'm saying? So Powerhouse, at us, at – dpcitypod at gmail.com. Oh, there it is right it's there. It's official. It's yes. officially official. So the gym, has it always been the gym? Mm, no, not necessarily. But I feel like, I don't know, I'm just so used to working now that it's just, you know, I don't really get too stressed out about it. I mean, obviously going home, taking a shower, chilling with Santiago, my family, you know, normal stuff. He's pretty awesome. He is. He's we so do like awesome. Santi a lot. He's great. And he's so fun. He is. I can with him. You see him and he's just kind of there. But once you get to know him, he's hilarious. I'm not even kidding. When Santi's on, um, and again, guys, Santi works in both kids' church. He's a youth kid. And he uh, works in production. But when that kid steps in, oh, my gosh, he, he makes my whole day. Like, it's <laughs> even when I'm like like hard on him like santi focus like stop moving or whatever it is but man there's something about him you raised such a good kid such a good kid and you're a single mom right now uh hint hint victor i'm just playing (laughs) but (laughs) oh wait are we gonna have breaking news on the podcast hold on (laughs) it's not a bad place i'm just saying in the lord's house by the way churches are really creepy at night so I was walking over to, <laughs> I was walking over, yeah, I was walking over to my classroom and somebody left their jacket on the railing where nursery oh, no. is and I caught it out of the corner of my eye and it looked like a dude standing there and I oh, thought I was going to, I thought I was throwing down in church right now. I was like, oh heck no. All like, to Armor get, God, knock them out, right? all to get a little chip I, and not a, the kind of chip you eat, the kind you plug into a soundboard. Oh my gosh. Quite essential. So, I mean, your sacrifice was great. But that's not even the worst. So. Santi, were you here on kickball night? So after kickball night, he, he said he thinks so. Like, everyone left, and it was just me, Sharissa, and the kids, and my brother, Sean, right? Yeah. And we're cleaning up because we have to clean up. All of our events are extravagant, and we have to clean up, make sure everything's good before Sunday. And we're cleaning up, and then I'm walking back from that house over there, the back office, and I tell my brother, I'm like, man, 
this is how horror movies start. Like we just had, we just had two hours of fun, barbecue. Everything is great, you know. Our, and he's in the back just watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's all good. You know, it's the party before, you know. Everyone dies. Every, yeah, it was great. And then all of a sudden, I kid you not, the whole lights on the property just go and shut down, right? And then I looked at him. I was like, oh, heck no. <laughs> but even worse, the alarms start going off all around oh, no. campus. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. He got, he finally got to us. We're in the cafe cleaning up. The kids are standing next to me. Thank God Frank has the emergency, emergency lights. lights. So we had a tiny bit of lights. Had it gone off? I don't know. My kids might have been on a different level. But <laughs> I told him, I was like, what was that? And so they show up. And then all of a sudden, like how he's saying, we hear the alarms. So... What would your mind naturally tell you? Someone's there. Someone's there, right? Yeah. How is that not far fetched? I'm just saying. So I'm like going to like emergency mode with my kids, like and you straight know what? Up. I don't like, know if you sit guys down on the floor. Have set <laughs> off quiet. any alarms here? But they're not normal alarms. They're like the purge alarms. Like yes. the purge is going off, and I when I first started. Oh. Gosh. Like twice. I think they set us up on purpose. They <laughs> tell us that our codes like work our and they don't. Right? Yeah, because when we first got codes, Pastor Steve, we're coming for you, bro. Our stuff we didn't figured work out your either. hazing. Yeah. yeah, we've put him out there. You're going to have to come up with a new joke, Pastor Steve. <laughs> oh, the key is to swap it on him. I'm just saying, I like to do pranks. Not oh my that gosh. I would, Take but... away Pastor Steve's codes. That would oh be my horrible. Gosh. That was so bad. We're not, the, we're not your bad kids, Pastor, I promise. <laughs> Or are we? I don't know. <laughs> so on our last podcast, we had um, Pastor Suzanne in here, in here, and she asked a pretty cool question. I, I would like to propose it to both of you. Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Let Victor answer first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. You got this. Well, yeah. how old are you, Victor? I'm 28. I'll be 29 on, in October. So where do you see yourself in 20 years? 20 years, I'll be 50. Almost 48. Yeah, yeah. 48. You old. I'm just wow. playing. <laughs> You'll be 49 okay. in I'm October. Older than you, so. 49 uh, I'll October. still be 25 and a half, okay? Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I would want to be retired by then, um, ideally. I know that uh, I want to be married, obviously, but not by then. Um, I kind of want to just make this news now, I guess. But we are going to be starting this Sunday our marriage counseling so oh my gosh i'm, not I'm pretty excited hey oh, we had we did get awesome. breaking news i'm pretty excited cool. about it um i know we're kind of nervous going into it but i think the spirit is calling us towards that so i think oh, the scary nice. word is counseling don't think of it as counseling think of it as preparation right marriage preparation yeah we did it oh yeah well and honestly the you guys are already so comfortable with one another which is awesome like Going into it and knowing, hey, we're going to work through it regardless. And I think the fact that you guys work out together is you already have like a, a foot over <laughs> people who kind of <laughs> go into it after because you know where to catch each other, where each other lacks. Mm -hmm. And so that's so important, so crucial together and wanting to work with the other person, even when you know that maybe they may be doing it wrong or whatever, whatnot, but like, that's awesome. So congratulations. Just find guys. out which way the toilet paper goes on the roll yes. because that <laughs> is over. <laughs> Apparently I do it wrong. I don't know. Drives me crazy. I don't, I don't know which way it goes. Listen, um, I was in the cleaning industry just recently, but you know, everyone kind of likes it different. So it's no, we need to settle this. Okay. The toilet paper roll goes over. 
Yes. 100%. I, lo- I knew I loved you. 100%. Yes. The reason being is because if it's under, a spider can be on it. You Absolutely. wouldn't know. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the it, the reason. I mean, Think about it. it's still hanging. You could have a spider could underneath. Have, yeah. But no, I don't know. No, no, no. Listen, yeah. I'm just saying, not everyone's a clean person, right? <laughs> if they hear me out, okay? If they go and reach and they miss, they're like, oh, I don't really need any more. You don't know what's underneath there. And mm-hmm. if you go to reach the same thing, I'm just saying, that's kind that's of gross. Or emergency 911, like, boom, boom, boom. You're just like rolling that thing. <laughs> it's I funny how know. we have like full explanations on this. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been in some places where the roll's not even on there. It's just we like come with receipts, on the side. Bro. <laughs> so you yeah. gotta pick it up. I mean, I worked in the construction industry for a long time, and we always had extra bandanas just in case. Ew. <laughs> yeah, so, you guys don't even use toilet paper. And th- well, they, the they don't maintain no the porta potties <laughs> a lot don't. of the times. They don't. Love it. The thing is, if they come home with no socks, that's when you gotta be worried. Mm. Like for real. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> uh, this podcast is getting shut down. <laughs> Pastor Bob, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's been a great but run. But we're just saying, you'd rather your children's church uh, pastor and your youth pastors to be real. Let's, oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Kids can see the smoke show. Oh, yeah. And if you are in ministry, especially young adults, teenage and elementary ministry, and you don't have a heart for that age group, kids are going to call right through that. 100%. Walk all over you. Walk all over you and not and not respect anything that you're trying to teach them. Especially, like, here's the worst thing you can do as a as a youth pastor. Sit in a sermon telling your kids, don't do drugs, don't drink, this, this, this. And then on the weekend, be on your Instagram with a 40-ounce being like, yeah, let's get high. You know what I mean? Right. Because they're going to be like, bro, you sit in here on... Sundays tell us not to do that, and then you turn around and do that just because you're six years, seven years older well, than us. Well, then it starts, like, subconsciously in their mind that, like, oh, it's okay to do it as long as you don't do it between these hours mm-hmm. or you don't do it when you're on this property. Or if you're a <coughs> Christian that goes to church, you have a pass to yeah. do it, but you don't. If you anything, you... grace card. Right, yeah, no grace card. If anything, you're held more accountable. Oh, well, yeah. Well, this is what I like to tell the kids. Like, there is such thing as a grace card in the spiritual. Like, yeah, God does forgive us. So if you want to live a life that way, sure. Like, you can smoke and drink or whatever, and God will forgive you of that. However, there's still ramifications in the real world. Exactly. And so if you want to go kill someone, God will forgive you. However, you're still going to be facing 25 to life. You know, if you want to drink and drink and drive, God will forgive you. However, there's going to be a lawsuit and a fine and whatever. So your grace card doesn't always apply in real well, world. not only that, you're... You can stop your blessings, mm-hmm. like, in a second. And I think people don't realize that. Like, you could be on the path, and then you make that sidestep. And now, yeah, God's going to pre- prepare that detour to get you back. But it's going to take you longer altogether. And it's like, why go through that? You right. know what I mean? I definitely totally understand. Because from that time period of when I thought I knew everything, and, you know, I wanted to go on my own path and do everything my way, and my life was extremely hard yeah for so long and it didn't need to be right you know if i would to just listen to my parents you know honor mm-hmm. my parents listen to god you know instead of just thinking oh i know everything i can do whatever i want and you know but look we're here now so it's okay isn't it awesome <laughs> well and it gives you such a powerful testimony mm-hmm. honestly like and some let's be honest there's some kids and some people that need to touch the fire mm-hmm. you know like don't touch the stove and there's those kids 
um, just saying my husband may or may not be I that am person. A, <laughs> I, am a, I am a touch the stove yeah, to like find out it's not a person. It type of thing. Touch the fire to get burned and then have that understanding like, oh, okay, what they were telling me actually was legit. Now, I will tell you what is a positive with those kind of kids if they could get a grasp on it early. Eventually, they find out they don't want to try too many things because they're tired of getting burned, mm-hmm. right? So, like, for me, I've never done drugs. And it's not that I didn't have the opportunity to do them or anything like that. It's that I didn't need to go down that road. I had seen enough of it, and I was like, I'm good, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I've touched a couple fires, but I learned I don't like touching fire. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm good, you know. I try my best to stay out of it right. as much as I can, stay out of trouble. So back to the question. I think so we just got Victor. So he plans on being married. Yay. And you want to be retired. Where do you work right now? I just got hired at um, a legacy bank in Marietta. What? So I was in the cleaning industry and that kind of just, that wasn't going so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I quit that job. But through a conversation about God and Christ, I, it, it was actually an account that I was cleaning, mm-hmm. which was the bank. Um, but through that conversation, I was offered a I was offered a job, so wow. that's pretty yeah. cool to be a bank teller, or no, to work IT. Oh, right on. Yeah, and he nice. got the wage that he requested, and yeah, praise God. <laughs> so it, it's it's a different direction for sure. I was uh, majoring in social work at San Diego State, and I took a leave of absence um, for multiple reasons. But um, yeah, so we'll see where where I go from here. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Wow. Isn't it insane when you like you're almost like afraid to step out into like unknown waters, unknown territories. But it's like God just is like looking at you like, hey, yo, eyes on me. We just got back from a softball game and it's super funny. I have to share this really quick before I move on. But um, so the girls are on the base and I don't know if you guys are familiar with baseball or softball. But Mm -hmm. so obviously once once you get past first, um, the girl when they're when they're a runner at first, you're looking at your coach who's right next to first base. You're listening um, while you're watching the pitcher. But then once you get to second, the game kind of changes for you. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your eyes on that coach that's at third base. And it's like I was telling the girls, like, listen, I believe in you. You need to trust me. You need to just keep your eyes on me. Don't look at that ball at this point. As mm-hmm. soon as it leaves your hands, I want your eyes shooting at me. And trust me, because I'm not going to lead you astray. And if I do, that's on me. That's not on you. And so it was pretty cool because we had a couple girls who did that and, like, they just like full on. I was like, all right, go run. And they're like running their hearts out and stuff. And then they turn and they like, they make it on the base. So they're like, surprise. I'm like, I told you. Like, and that's the same thing with God, you know? I feel like definitely in your situation that when you turned your eyes to Him and said, all right, God, I don't know if this is the right move. And I don't know if it's going to land me in the right spot, but I'm going to trust you and look at, you know, He's already elevating you to a whole new level and He's only going to continue it. Yeah. So that's Thank awesome. You. You forgot something, though. What I forget? Santiago's brother. <laughs> like in 20 years. Not right oh, now. oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Everyone for, stopped. For, no, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 for no, sure. No. Um, <laughs> Tori's about to drop bombs on even Victor right now. Like, no, I know you guys don't bit. know me as much, but I grew up in the foster care system. I emancipated out like at 19. Um, and then I, I was still kind of receiving help all the way up until I took a leave of absence and... 2021 oh wow something like that so um my biggest aspiration in life is to be the best husband be the best father 
that I could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the older that I get, the more that I'm realizing, like, money's important, but it's not that important, you know? So um, really over the past year or so, I've been, my time is precious. Yeah. So in a sense, it's almost like I'm selfish with my time, but I'm actually selfless with it because I'm trying to disperse it to everybody that I that I love. So um, Just redirecting it mm-hmm. to, like, the right areas, right? Yeah. And it's more fruitful when you do that. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd love to hear. Oh. That was deep, bro. I know. <laughs> oh we're big. Um, so my fa- my family adopted. We were actually, we did youth ministry at the church we used to go to when we were newlyweds. We are like two, three years married, but still newlyweds. And there was a, a group of ki- uh, siblings that were in the foster care, and they were middle school, and we wanted to adopt them. But we couldn't do it yet be just because of life stuff, right? So my parents actually ended up adopting them. So instead of being our kids they ended up being our brothers and sisters and we love it we wouldn't have it any other way but we're huge on fostering and adopting and we have a big heart for the foster foster kids and it's kind of insane would love to hope i mean yeah it's one of our life goals to foster and adopt but in all reality like if you think about it like look at how many kids we we are (laughs) we have like 200 foster kids (laughs) yeah it's rough well yeah and then my my three little brothers are adopted too legally they're my my parents adopted them. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Isaac and Mateo and Elijah. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! Trip out. Yeah. So, so they're, they're not technically Santiago's uncles. And technically, <laughs> I, I, I just thought about it today. They would be technically my brother-in-law. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. They're not any blood related to you at all. No, not oh, at wow. all. Yeah. I thought they. Everyone were. thinks that they're my kids when we go out because they look like me, but right. no, we're not. I never thought that. However. <laughs> Sharissa's older sister, for a long time, I thought that she had a baby in eighth or freshman year that was like a secret baby that her parents were like, oh, we'll she raise. She is my baby. No, but I'm not my even kidding. I'm talking surrogate. like, I'm talking like five, <laughs> I'm talking like five, four years into our marriage until she finally convinced me otherwise. I was like, no, that's, that's gotta be your child before. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so many people thought that, like, really? high key, I like, it was so funny, like, at church or at anywhere that we went, <laughs> there was so many people. They're like, like blink twice, it's your baby, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, she was always with her all the time. Like, um, she would take her to youth events, and like, she would ha- all, all the time. That was so cool. I yeah. love her. She's yeah, such me a too. Baby. She's awesome. So Tori, yes, your twenty years. What does that look like? She wants to own Subway. I mean, that would be cool to open my own <laughs> franchise and stuff. I mean, I know I for sure can operate it, but 20 years, um, I for sure want to go back to school. I actually want to be a teacher. That's my mm. lifelong goal. My mom's a teacher, so I help her prep and stuff. So. <coughs> <laughs> I really want to be DPCS a kids.org, TK through 12th grade. Just saying. Perfect. Nice Send in your one. resume to <laughs> Suzanne Ryan at Verizon.net. <laughs> And then, um, you know, be married. I, I want to have, realistically, maybe two or three more kids. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. So, just saying. Well, we're on step one right now. Sunday. Yes, <laughs> yes Sunday, step one. But, Man, um, listen, if I could give you guys any advice. Yeah. And, Tori, are you? She's are, our age. You're our age. Yeah. So, obviously, we're starting to get on that later end of life. But enjoy each other for at least two years. Man, you have Santiago is self-sufficient. Dude can make 
Top ramen. Mm-hmm. He's and fine. Eggs. And eggs. And eggs. He's, He's fine. Wait, I thought he was allergic to eggs. Say no, strawberries and apples. No, okay. First off, hold on. He gets egg bites every Sunday this from Starbucks. This guy tells me. Oh, that's true. Okay, no, I didn't think about that. But this guy, I feel like he tells me he has a new allergy every week. <laughs> I've always known strawberries. Apples. Apples. I knew apples, that one. Yeah. Really bad. Strawberries are like the worst thing Hopefully ever he happened. grows out of it, though. I'm believing that, too. fire. <laughs> I know. Right? And isn't it horrible not being able to like, I love the taste something? of strawberries, but I'm a texture eater, and so ugh, mm. the texture sucks. Like peaches. Can't eat peaches. I mean, what would be the worst if we test test run it, you know? I don't even think he <laughs> like would he's test like terrified it. Right he now. <laughs> even if he knew he wasn't allergic to it, he's so no, scared of that. No, I'm just saying, what would have an artificial... bro? Strawberries. <laughs> like strawberry First Laffy so Taffy's? Yeah. <laughs> anything. Yeah, anything strawberry, he will not. He won't even touch anything that that contains strawberries. We should just he doesn't all even want to look at a picture of a strawberry. Get <laughs> no, strawberries no, no. and throw them at him. Did you tell you about the sticker him? that I had gotten him? Uh-huh. So you I got so mean. You got him a scratch and sniff of a strawberry. Was no, it wasn't a scratch. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. Oh my gosh, don't scare me. That's I wouldn't a have good done idea, that. though. No, no, that's in the bank. That's something he would do. <laughs> I got him. So with the youth, we like to have stickers and stuff like that for the kids. So they put it on their Bibles, they put it on their notebooks or whatever it is, or water bottles, whatever. But um. I had come across a strawberry, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the first auntie. It's the strawberry he could never have. Mm. And now he gets a strawberry. He gets to enjoy a strawberry. He you looks know like what he I mean? threw that sticker he, in the trash. No, he kept it. He kept it. He loves it. He appreciated Miss Teresa. It's on his notebook. See? I told you. But you see how much you influence him. That's why I love you guys, because you guys really do do a great job with the youth. Like, Wait, does he know what a strawberry tastes like? Yes. Yeah. He, when he was he a baby, no. <laughs> when he was a baby, we were making shortcake and the strawberries were on the floor and he grabbed one and ate it and threw up. Almost died. Not almost died, but he Aww. got an anaphylactic reaction. So he was like the the plum girl from Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes, yes, yes but strawberry. The strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Aww. And then applesauce too. When um at a at my mom's friend's baby shower, he was underneath the table eating like literally gallons of the little. Applesauce. That's where he went wrong, and though. And he, again, got hives and all that. Poor Bro, baby. Missing out on strawberry milk is one of the most finest things in life. As a child, though, strawberry Ice milk cold. is no longer good once you hit a certain age. No, I don't it's know. still good, just on the right day. Ice cold strawberry milk. Maybe on like a Friday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Chased with a sunny D. Oh, stop. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to flashback, you know, you got to be a child again. <laughs> on the beach, like, let me drink my strawberry milk on my sunny day. Yeah, that's, no, that, is like, that is a good day. No, that is no. a good day. Willy and I'm gonna eat. And I'm gonna eat a lunchable. And I'm gonna eat a pizza lunchable. Pizza and lunchable, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cold one. Listen, our kids don't understand the the honor it is for them to eat pizza lunchables. When I was a kid, rich kids had pizza lunchables. Yes. I never had a pizza lunchable when I was a kid. I, don't, I think I maybe got them if I went on a field trip, but if I... I didn't get them until I started anything. buying them at if the age of like 15. No, I wish. They they get it. They get it was like the kid oh that had gosh. the brand new shoes that had pizza lunchables. I'd be buying my kids pizza or lunchables. Or like the kid who had money when you went to school. Like you or know like how the store. I yes. had school when you had money and you would go buy stuff from the store, but all of us got like the lunches. I was from the LA, beef gravy. Oh, the, yeah. the legendary <laughs> mysterious beef gravy. Yeah, no, no, no. I had potatoes. the free lun- the free lunch, yeah. yeah. Oh, what was your favorite school lunch growing mm. up? Cheesy bread on Fridays. <gasps> I was just about oh, to say girl. that. Hey. <laughs> we already took it, sorry. Um, 
Only only Max is two people. <laughs> I don't know. I think my favorite was the chicken sandwiches with the baked uh, hot Cheetos. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that even uh, sounds yeah. kind of rich to me. I don't oh remember gosh, the hungry. baked hot Cheetos. And, and there was um, seasons of your life. You have to also remember he's a couple years younger than us. They started mm. transitioning things. <laughs> no, I'm not that far behind. Hey, I, I don't remember baked difference. Cheetos. I'm 30. <laughs> Yeah, thirty. I won't admit it, but yes, thirty. We're thirty, but we're actually twenty. Twenty four is a good year. Nineteen ninety two is the year legends were made. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's it. Listen, um, it's it's different phases. So like in high school, West Valley had baked potatoes. That was fire. Wait, you're Mm. going too too old. I thought we were staying within like. I can't even remember. Probably chicken nuggets. Probably chicken nuggets. I don't know. Okay, so the cheesy bread. The pizza. But probably I had prob- probably so much pizza. ketchup that I didn't even have chicken nuggets left. But remember they used to do legit pizza like Domino's and stuff like that? Not at my school. It was, Not government, school. it was government <laughs> cheese. Oh, Mine was kidding. government <laughs> squared <laughs> pizza. Oh, word. Tori and I went even to school together in sixth pizza. grade. Even the square pizza was bomb, no? Do they still have the... The French the, bread the, one? No, the, the milk and the plastic. Yes. Pouches. The pouches. And you stab it with the straw and sometimes it wouldn't go make a pop it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I never did that only because I didn't like milk. No, I liked it inside when the it came carton. in the jug or yeah, the yeah. carton. Yeah, but I was. Oh nah, man, the the clear plastic milk balloon that was that yeah. was all it for the ADHD kids <laughs> <laughs> like us. So you said you liked the what in high school? The, the baked potatoes baked at West Valley. That was fire. They in the first thing in the morning on a winter morning. I don't know how they ended oh, up. Winter with morning, I love it. I don't know Very, how they he's ended an author, up. Author, bro, he's super descriptive. It's, it is descriptive because a summer morning where it's like seventy degrees out, baked potato big, ain't it. Have, no, no, when it's thirty have, something degrees out, a hot baked potato <laughs> in foil. You need to have like the sounds of birds chirping or something like that, like on your. Do you thing. have a sound effect for the baked yeah. potato? Let's see if we can find one. Yeah, I do. Actually, you guys ready? This is on the wrong one. <laughs> This is the baked potato yeah. sound effect. <laughs> if only you could hear Santi. Uh, Tune in Sunday. <laughs> Tune in Sunday. That first uh, one was God. I think it's interesting because <laughs> each high school in each different region kind of has their own their own thing going on. Each district. Yeah. Are you all California? Like, um, so mostly California. The furthest I've been is to Rhode Island on the East Coast. That's like all the way far. Yeah, that's pretty. He's like the furthest <laughs> I've been. That's as far as you can no get. You're on no man's land at that point. <laughs> that's, right? pretty, that's pretty far. But I think I was in a probably like eighth, going into ninth grade there. Then I came back to California, and then um, to be honest, well, I was expelled from like seven different. High hey, schools. word, get with it. So Me too. I had a, <laughs> I had bounced back from different high schools, and um, yeah, so it was interesting seeing different. And I was always a new kid. Everywhere I went, I was a new kid. Yeah. Well, what was that like? Um, I mean, if you're you're willing to share, but like obviously the foster system has got to be tough. And I know you said you were emancipated, but yeah. like, what was your mindset going through it? Like, were you about school, or were you about like where you were at, or? Well, I mean, growing up, I kind of did bounce back between family members. Um, I was in the foster care system, going back and forth between them. And then probably around like 14, 13, I entered group home. But I was on probation, so I was on dual status. I had a social worker and a probation at the same time. So I think then um, we could all point fingers and we could all blame past traumas and people for whatever was going on in our lives. But 
I've always been someone that takes accountability for my own actions. Mm-hmm. So during that time period, it was kind of, it was rough because I was introduced to a different, that's a whole different side of the foster care system where you have other other youth that are kind of like that in a sense, but some are forced into it. So yeah. you enter an area where kids are doing drugs, you enter an area where kids are AWOLing, you enter an area where they're in gangs and there's just a lot of violence going on within within the group homes. Um, the same thing for juvenile hall, same thing for camps. Right. There's, there's different levels in in that, what can I call it, in that space. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting navigating it because I was always bouncing from place to place. Mm-hmm. But I was I was bad. I, I'd be straight up, you know? Yeah. So I kind of, I did care, but school was always something that I was good at. And then eventually my junior year, I completely failed it. I was at a point in my life where I just didn't care about anything. And then was that intentionally? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I managed to graduate high school uh, from Citrus Hill High School in Paris. So, I think everything that's happened in my life happened for a reason, for sure. Um, And so, I don't know. I I forgot what what you were asking. That's okay. (laughs) So, what would you say to someone who's going through a similar? life that you had lived like what would you say to them to encourage them more to just be real with them all together I think that that's a lot to that's a lot to unpack as far as one specific thing that I had to say because each youth is different you know right. and you have to approach them in, in that in that sense so but I think for me um was just knowing that everything would be okay like especially now in today's time there's so much help. There's so much things that we could get out of the system as far as free education, um, full ride scholarships, things mm-hmm. like that, that we have to look forward to. Unfortunately, sometimes we, we don't make it out of that system. Yeah. Um, but I think there's hope, you know, and just have faith. I think that for me, that's something that saved me for sure. A lot of people who make it out aren't aware of the options because they're not necessarily readily available. Like, they're not presented like okay here's your choices you know well, kind of like can i speak on that though yeah go because i mean and this is where i come back and 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 try to growing up there was um one of the group home administrators who was a blessing in my life at the time i called him my dad's family pal um everyone kind of hated him because he was always holding everybody accountable no one wanted to he would wake us up early in the morning on the drive to, to school, he'd always like tell us, and then if we're in trouble, you know, he's talking to us, but everything would just go into one ear, out the other. But as we grew, as I grew and I matured, I was like, okay, like, I would think, what's Stanley do? You know, so it, it taught me a lot, but um, sometimes I guess I have survivor's guilt, right? right. Because <laughs> there's a lot of times to where I have so many friends that passed away, that have multiple kids by different women, that are not married, that are homeless, that are strung out on drugs, and they constantly hit me back up like, hey, how could I do this? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I get frustrated because we all sat in the same space. We all went to the same classes. We all got the same information. Um, And especially in Riverside County, I know that there's a plethora of information. Unfortunately, in Riverside County, the funding is not really there. Mm-hmm. Other counties have more money, 
Um, so in that space, I would like to see an inner transference of funds between counties. Right. But unfortunately, if you're if your case originated in one county, that's that's where you're at, and that sucks. But in today's time, I think there's there's too much services. Mm. So in a sense, it it for the ones that do make it out, go on to higher education. It hinders their growth because they were always held by the hand, mm-hmm. right? Like so and I think them. yeah, for me too, that's where I kind of fell into like the last couple of years after leaving San Diego State, it was kind of difficult for me trying to navigate the world by myself. Um, and I've always understood that like at a certain point, it has to be cut off, right? Um, still help us, still give us the help, but every single year went from 18, okay, to 21, you're gonna be cut off. And next year it happened, 22, okay, we're gonna increase the age gap. And it keeps increasing, increasing, increasing. I'm like, well, how am I ever supposed to make it out of this? You know, mm-hmm. so, but um, in a lot of spaces though, I think you're correct. There is a lack of education, a lack of information. But if I'm being honest with you, there's a lot of youth now that do have it, but for whatever reason, what was going on in their life, they weren't listening. Right, So they didn't take advantage of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's difficult to to empower a youth to want to go and be hungry to get that information. Right. So. Yeah, you definitely have to. It's sad, but you have to come to a place where you know what you want. And that's across the board. Like, for me, I was a terrible student in high school. Absolutely garbage. And it wasn't that I wasn't smart. I just didn't care. But now that I'm back in college, I'm, like, top of my class. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's because I want to be that, though. And that's a problem with a lot of kids is, like, they have no desire to be in school or mm-hmm. learning and they just think I can't wait for I can't wait till I'm an adult and it could just buy my dream car and it's like well that costs money <laughs> well and it's kind of like how you were saying like they're being enabled because they're getting so many chances in one sense you know it's like oh yeah you messed up but it's okay next time you do it you're gonna have a real punishment or whatever you know and there is a lot uh, a lack of accountability mm-hmm. I think that we have in just kids society take the foster system out altogether for a second kids aren't being held in class right now this is like the kids that are coming into work they are so entitled right oh my goodness (laughs) it's insane like you know i'd be telling them over here at this this subway that i'm gonna call tori because they make me so mad (laughs) they do not put my (laughs) the right amount of pepperonis on my sandwich i get so mad how many they put five three or six wait is it a 12 inch like sometimes it's like four or five No way. We it's get mad. To be six. And and any complaints, man. please direct them to me. <laughs> any of you that eat Subway, Is, is it true that corporate? you get as many vegetables as you ask for? Yes. Yeah, nah. People be stingy with them black olives. But we are <laughs> supposed to try to follow formula. Mm-hmm. Those black olives cost money. So, like, money. You, you start, and then if... Yeah, and if you're like, more. I want a handful, then boom, oh, I have okay, free cool. reign. Boom, yeah, boom, like boom, I, I give them, a, I give them a heads up when Kenai comes in because Kenai is a veggie man. He don't like meat unless it's bologna, and we all know that's not real meat. But um, <laughs> the kid will literally stack his so tall just with veggies. Like he wants the all the cucumbers, like, all the bell peppers. Yeah. Huh? Not that one. I know, right? <laughs> Turkey, pepperoni, white bread. Take out all mayo. the veggies. Yeah, take out all the veggies. Um, He'll give them the kenai. And they I stare at us, too. They're like, this kid is not going to. They're like, they're force feeding their just kid. To, <laughs> these people are just trying to make a salad and for he's this. Like, <laughs> he's like, no, more, more. <laughs> That's so cute. 
It's funny. They don't like the fact that I like my Philly cheesesteak like quadruple baked. I need those onions to get mm. cooked. It's I don't a, like raw onions. Fun fact, ask to grill them first and then grill them again on the sandwich so your bread doesn't get hard. I like crunchy bread, though. That's okay. a good, but it's but a good idea. But it's super crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. Okay. But if you do that first and you it's smart. It twice, yeah. that's smart. Here, I, it's the life hack. Oil on I'm not the best. <laughs> She's like, I got I'm you. not a big mayonnaise fan, but... If you make a Philly cheesesteak at Subway and you have them put mayonnaise on the bread first, then the outside gets real crunchy, but the inside stays super moist. Stays caramelized. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's my life hack. All right, I guess you heard it here first. When are they bringing so back thin? my five dollar footlongs? That's <laughs> what I want to know. This, oh, it sucks. I get so roast mad. Beef is like hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my goodness. It's. I'm not gonna lie, Tori. I love your company, but high key, they're way too overpriced. But we're cheaper than Firehouse Sub. I don't even know what Firehouse know what Subs is. is, but okay, all I know you don't need to know. You don't okay, need exactly. to go there. I'm, don't I'm go to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> don't go to Firehouse. Come to Subway. All I know is that unless you sponsor, I could spend the same kids. amount of money at La Fagata. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I could spend the same amount of money at La Fagata. Yeah, it's true. So you know, sandwiches or enchiladas. Love, you know, something's got to go. But I, I, going back to work though, um, one thing I admire about Tori really is her her work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we ha- we have a lot of conversations. Just you can't build someone's worth ethic, right? But she goes above and beyond in everything that she does. Yeah. Here at church, at work, at home, in the relationship, and everything that she does is just like there's no mediocrity. And I think today in today's society, I know you know where she's talking about the kids that are coming into Subway, they're just not wanting to work, mm-hmm. you know, or there's a lack of, I don't know, what is it? Desire, probably. Yeah. Compassion. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be here just to make money. But it's like, no, even, I mean, don't get me wrong. Anyone that comes in, I don't expect them to stay there forever. You know, it's Subway, it's a starter right. job, whatever. But at the same time, it's like the, the amount of effort that you put into this job will be the amount of effort you put into the rest of your future careers and right. stuff, you know? My biggest issue when I was a foreman and um, I was hiring people and stuff was like, I would hire a kid who, mind you, was probably like six years younger than me. And um, they thought that they could have my job like a week after being there. (laughs) I'm like, bro, do you know everything I do and (laughs) I deal with? Mm -hmm. Like, you've been here for a week. You don't even know how to finish concrete. Chill a second. Right. You know, but I don't know. show up on time for that matter. (laughs) I I am chronically on time. I (laughs) hate being late. I hate being late, but I'm somehow still late. <laughs> it happens. Listen, but I think we make up for it with our work ethic. Yes. Honestly. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm obsessively on time. I'm talking like I'll sit in a parking lot for an hour. Really? Because I want to see be but on but time. when your time's done, generally you're ready to go. Yeah. But we're when the it's, type that when we're it's really like, time to go. Yeah. When it's <laughs> I'll be there early and I'll work through my lunches, but when it's that three thirty o'clock, bye. Bye <laughs> PM, peace out. Yeah. I uh, wish I could shut it off. Yeah, Can uh, you? Something you gotta learn how to shut off. Well, <laughs> we are starting to run out of time, but I would like for you to kind of just tell us a little bit of what we might be in for on Wednesday. Just kind of idea of what you might be sharing, just a base, just a teaser. Just a teaser. Okay. Well, um, I, I prayed about it the other day and, um, At first, I was kind of like, you know what, maybe I should do something on forgiveness because, you know, I would like to share a little bit of my testimony. It's not 
too much, but just enough, you know. But um, something else also came to me. I really feel like it's being led by the Holy Spirit to teach on um, being lukewarm, mm. um, especially, too, just because I feel like a lot of times um, kids, they think it's cool to act one way in front of their friends and then another way in church. So I feel like it's really important that we can learn. <laughs> Dang, that was Mm -hmm. the most realest thing we've heard on this podcast all night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dang, fire. There's the teaser. Come, come, April 26th, 6 p.m. Be here to be still. Right. (laughs) And then. And there's food. There's food and there's prizes. We got some nice sunglasses. Did we get the sunglasses? Yeah, I didn't think we were sharing, buddy. Hmm. We got some other good stuff, too. (laughs) (laughs) We got some other good stuff, too. Kyle's giving away an iPhone 14. Listen, okay, this is coming from the guy. Oh, man. What is my iPhone? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to check. I was like, if I'm getting held to this, I'll give away my iPhone. This is coming from the guy who on, like, if he has a gift, he cannot keep a secret for whatever. Like, he's, like, two days strong. Like, I know he went shopping or whatever it is. And all of a sudden, he's like, okay, well, it's. It's got something dealing with this. And then I'm such a good guesser, guys. Like, I guess. And I'm like, no, I want the surprise. Don't so tell me. I have to be a last minute gift buyer for that reason. If I buy someone a gift, I don't want to wait for their birthday or their anniversary or Christmas. to You give do it to double them. gifting. I just want like to give you it. buy then, buy I'm again. Cool that if we do that. But okay, you better I, be ready I do that reservoir. occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's like, why am I going to hold on? I'm withholding you from joy if I buy you something. But, no, you're not. But it's you have to wait three to, months. I make for people it. wait. If they tell me, oh, I got you a gift, I'm like, I don't want it till me too. Christmas. I don't want it till my birthday. I want to yes. feel special on my day. Yes. Thank Ooh. you. I can relate thank to you. that in the sense of I don't like owing people <laughs> things. I, I hate it. So when people give me gifts, I'm immediately thinking, what can I give them back? <laughs> So, like, there's a kid at school that gave me an energy drink a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I ha- happened to have Snicker bars in my classroom, and he he just, I walked in in the morning, and he's like, here you go, Kyle, here's a monster or whatever it was. I was like, okay. That's why you, like, ran into my classroom. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have Snickers. And, like, ran out two minutes later and handed him a Snickers. I was like, we're square. <laughs> I was like, I don't like owing people things. The guilt, things. the guilt. I don't, I don't like owing people things. That's why, like, people are like, oh, can you do a favor for me? I'm like, yeah, sure, but I will never ask anyone for a favor. Same. I don't know. Self-sufficient. Yeah, but I think you need to let down a little bit of that and allow people to help you because it's good. You Mm -hmm. know, we teach our kids to to reach out and to ask for help and stuff like that. And so I think as adults, we've got to still be okay with help. And don't get me wrong, I'm difficult with that too. (laughs) Like. So if you want to join youth ministry, media ministry, or children's church ministry, yes. feel free to contact anybody on this podcast. <laughs> Please. We need you. Please. I mean, it takes a lot. I think people forget, you know, like they, like I was mentioning earlier, they drop off their kids. And we love their kids 100%. But there's so much that goes into it. Like, even just for, you know, the volunteers they are helping, you know, take, like, take out the leads, you know, altogether. Mm-hmm. But, like... There's a lot that goes into it. People don't realize that. And like, yeah, it is. It's only a few hours of your day, one or two Sundays a week. And it makes all the difference, you know, because we obviously we can't multiply ourselves and be with every single kid. And some kids are just looking for attention. I think it Mm -hmm. goes back to kind of like what you were saying earlier, you know, like just you talking to what was his name again? Papa or your your foster. Yeah. Yeah. Family pal. Stanley Powell. Okay. So, like him, the fact that he, like, reassured you and talked to you, like, that made all the difference, obviously, you know, because you're here today. So, I think for the kids, too, like, if we could have more people, we'd rather have more 
than a lack of altogether. And I think God's really moving with DP City. One Sunday a month, guys. Yes. You'll have so much fun, and everyone will love and appreciate you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll make <And> you famous. <laughs> <laughs> you can be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, to be honest, there's a lot of work that goes into it. I've helped out in the two to four. Um, and I've worked with youth before, so it's not hard work. If it's you beneficial. Love it, it's you got to love it. It's enjoyable. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of don't want to scare anyone away by like, you know, it's a lot that goes into no, it. No, because it's it, a lot it, it is. to organize it. It, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're coming on board to help us, you're going to have the yeah. time of your life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. So Listen, if you want to just go out in the middle of a field with water bottles filled with paint and throw them at teenagers, throw the paint, not the water we bottles. We've got your department. We've got the department for you. <laughs> Tori can offer similar Type. You should do a paint wars with your kids, honestly. They That's always want idea. to, huh? Yeah. You should. I think the elementary, the elementary, we'll help you. Okay. That would or be we fun. can have youth and the kids. No, they'll get trampled. Yeah. Really? It's dangerous. Yeah. Um, like Santiago's Santiago like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the little kids will get <laughs> destroyed. We'll do, maybe we're going to have we'll to take like some. The first, right before like the sun goes down, it's normally the youth we do it at night. Maybe we'll do before the We'll have, we'll have to have take some kids. precautions with the little kids. Like, they're not going to do too well with the paint getting in their eyes. So we might have to have some goggles or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some <laughs> safety glasses. Youth, we go no holds barred. We're like, hey, show up prepared. If you don't, that's on you. Right. You know, if you want to. We had a couple kids show, show up with, like, scuba goggles, you know. Like, full <laughs> on. Very wise. Oh, my gosh. Very wise. Like, Other even hide and seek night, man. They show up in ghillie Juanito suits. With his suit. yes, yes, I love that. showed up in the camouflage. Yeah. It was Bro. amazing. And everything. I'm pretty I sure he, he bought it just for hide and seek. Yeah. Night. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did. That was he was Amazon like hiding purchase. for a full round, and I was like, where have you been? Like, I that, thought that, I lost That was one of them. You <laughs> walked past him. He was blending it with the tree. If if he was an adult, that would have been one of them two o'clock Amazon purchases. That oh, <laughs> he was just up for no reason scrolling Amazon. And it was like, I, I think I need that. He probably made it Your whole family has a whole bunch of people who just like, serve and volunteer like down to the kids um juanito and um anna oh my gosh and santiago obviously we know we pull hey, that shout out to anna we love anna yes. me and Shreesa. low grape low grape yeah me mm-hmm. and Shreesa are huge fans of anna oh i love that girl so much i wish she was playing softball for us high key mm-hmm. i'm just saying we've got a spot that just opened we up do. anna she i'm gonna have to relay the information no, Let me get she, my phone. She's <laughs> gonna listen. She's gonna listen to the podcast too. <laughs> Anna, if you if you tell me this code, I will give you a hundred dollars. Okay, but we have to make sure you're listening to the podcast. Ready? All right, Anna. If you could tell me what that was, hundred dollars. I'm trying to figure out too. It's right? a setup. She's not gonna be able to tell me because I didn't say nothing. <laughs> oh, we just want to use a new button. Yeah. I just, yeah, exactly that. And listen, <laughs> I got pages that I can load. I'm trying to get all kinds of effects in here. Right. Well, any farewells? Any youth takeover? Youth takeover. Don't forget. Don't forget. Please story. come. Bring your friends, yeah. family, everybody. It's gonna be a fun night. I'm super excited. I don't have friends. I only have family. <laughs> that man. No, Please that don't make eye diesel. contact with me. <laughs> That's awesome. We're going to have the lights. Re- okay, let's actually, we should probably make sure we let some people know. So for youth takeover, we have a total youth theme. Yes, the whole family involved, but lights are low in-house. They're also bright and flashing and stuff like that. So Rap music will be playing. 
Yes. I mean, our, our <laughs> worship set. a little set, freestyle in there. Oh, I just totally seen a video about that. You got to do it. Oh. <laughs> she was just like nobody look at me and then you're gonna put her up to do a freestyle right there, she <laughs> offered first of all give me the mic you heard that lynette and tyler added to next week's worship sermon right? <laughs> or session miss tori rapping huh. hey you should she teach your kids good. yeah i don't know if you've ever heard her i haven't is that part two that's for another podcast is that yes. part two all right you guys heard it here I first to do that too but Part two. Oh, we're gonna have Tori we'll and have a rap Victor. Battle. No, so y'all gotta write your own song for your wedding. Hold on, hold on. Okay, Aww. so the next time you see us, we're probably gonna be on what, like week two of uh, marriage counseling, and then we're gonna be on probably like maybe week one, week two, possibly of Victor coming out to the production team and training mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> Tori's face. <laughs> possibly not (laughs) same but it's okay same same thing for all the new volunteers they're gonna pop up this week all together for kids church i'll I'll be expecting a line everyone listen if you sign up i'll just go out and say it. if you sign up to help out with kids church i will personally see to it that you get free donuts and coffee on whatever day you work in kids church okay whatever day (laughs) whatever day any day you're scheduled you will have free donut and free coffee for the rest of your tenure in kids church all right Scheduled, not coming in as an emergency replacement. <laughs> emergency replacement, mm-hmm. I'll get you a donut and coffee. There you go. <laughs> She's like, I'll buy you two. Hand, hand delivered. Hand delivered. So one for each hand, bro. We got you covered. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for hanging out with us, DP City. We appreciate it. We cannot wait to have Tori and Victor on again. We love you guys. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Share it with all of your friends at the church because we just want to connect and get to know each other more. Peace. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Connect with DP City. If you have questions, feel free to email them in at dpcitypod at gmail.com. If you're interested in appearing on our podcast, feel free to email that same email. If you'd like to give to the podcast ministry or ministry at DP City in general, you can visit our website at www.dpcitychurch.com and select the push to pay. We appreciate your support and looking forward to hearing from you soon. God bless.